It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan Minute 50. Minute 50 begins with Piggy telling Kermit what she's doing is none of his beeswax. And ends with Kermit admitting he cares. About time. I mean, actions will speak louder than words, but uh, hey, it's a start, I suppose. <laughs> it, that that it is. This is this is a great scene. I really, I really do enjoy this scene, um, especially yeah. because it sheds light on you know more of the Kermit Piggy relationship dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's. I I also. I mean, it bears mentioning i really like that uh gregory hines interaction with them mm-hmm. in this bit it's very funny it's like he's kind of like us you know yeah in the scene <laughs> so i kind of like that how he's just responding to them and kind of going along with it it's very very funny and it's just a very well like the pacing of the scene and the comedy is really well done so yeah it's well thought out with uh you know with a with a with a seasoned actor there and you know it, it it's he plays it like he could, well, because these are strangers to him, so he plays it like he doesn't know. You know, he's hearing the story for the first time, and he's like, right. well, "Who's who's at fault here? Who's the jerk? Are they both jerks? I don't know." Right. He's trying to get to the bottom of it, just like we do every time we do this podcast, yeah. and we have a Kermit and Piggy scene. So it's essentially what's happening here. Um, but it's, it's it is hard. I would see. I would from an outsider's perspective, as we soon learn, mm-hmm. he gets kind of the wrong idea, as does Piggy. Um, but yeah, I did think you gave Jenny the huggies is funny is a really funny line. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I love the huggies and I love that they kept using that. It's, yeah. Using it. Oh man. The huggies. What about the huggies? You gave Jenny the huggies. What's well, what's so funny about that is that we've been talking about it this entire podcast about how, how there's just so much touching. Yeah. Like it's, much touching i mean kermit makes a good point he's like well we're we're hugging because she's my friend like there's nothing incorrect about what he's saying like there's they're both right like it's just one of these unwinnable arguments i think which is i think kind of why they end it in a little bit of a stalemate so yeah And, and you know what like that i think is part of the brilliance of the of the script and the plot here with these characters because it's it's it it stays wholesome um you know and it's not something obviously it's not something kermit's doing when you see the whole story um and i I, and neither of us think there's any intention there on on the characters so but it's 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 it is something that can be misconstrued especially you know that that happens in real life like yeah you 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 don't necessarily, especially if you're don't know where your relationship is, you don't want to see your significant other like hugging somebody of the opposite sex because then you're kind of like, hmm, a yeah, too, a little too close for me. Especially if you don't know, yeah, you don't know the extent of their relationship or or what it is right. exactly that's going on. Yeah, I get, I you know, totally. again, I know we can, we don't have to keep harping on it because hopefully this plot line is kind of finished at this point, but. It is one of those things where I'm, I can see both sides, definitely. Gregory Hines gives the huggies. He does, and then he and then he immediately goes, see what the huggies will get you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Gregory Hines, Nick? 
Gregory Hines. All right, so uh, he is uh, he's roller skating. He enjoys roller skating and long walks in Central Park. No, um, <laughs> so he uh, he's best known for his stage performances. Well, that uh, makes sense. Yes, he is a a well known Broadway actor. Um, he actually coming off this. Uh, just a few years removed from a, a string of Tony Awards. Um, he won the Tony Award in 79, 80, and 81. Wow. Uh, but for Best Featured Actor, Best Actor, and then Best Actor in a Musical again. So um, really accomplished Like at this point in, in the early 80s. Well, well known for his uh, Broadway work. Um, in 92, he won the Tony Award for Best Actor in uh, Jelly's Last Jam. That's one I actually heard of. I have heard of it, too, but yeah. I actually don't don't know what that is. Are you into the theater at all? I, I am, but I'm slowly learning, especially as this podcast goes on, mm-hmm. that like I don't know as much as I think I do. Have you ever been but... to a Broadway play, like in Broadway? Oh, yeah, several. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I do love going to the theater. I, I love going to see musicals and shows and stuff. I just haven't probably seen, I've barely scraped the surface of what exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. So have you ever acted before in a play? Like in a real, no. like a real performance? No. Okay. I am no actor. Okay. Yeah, just wondering. Just wondering. <laughs> what about you? Well, no, but the, and, oh, man, I, I, I have to believe this came up before. Um, the I, I did I did have aspirations at one point they quickly faded like really quickly, um, but I did write and star in my very own play in I want to say had to be high school, nice had to be high school, and it was called the Xmas Files, <laughs> and so we wrote a play about the X Files. I was David Duchovny. Of course. And uh yeah, and and it was it was about a like a, a mist- like I, I wish I could remember the whole plot, but it was definitely something to do with a Santa Claus that came in and it was a very disturbing Santa Claus. And, yeah, I'm surprised that this hasn't come up before. Yeah, and it was actually a four-act play and uh yeah. Went over wow. very well. Well, what happened to your Broadway aspirations, though? You saw this movie, and you saw how hard it is to sell a show, and then you just give up. That's what happened. I, I, yeah. I you know, I, I, I dropped out of high school, went, you know, went to New York, tried to sell this play, and uh, ran into a lot of issues. So, mm, went, back, yeah. went back to school, got my degree, blah, 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 and here I am today. So that's, quite a, that's, that's quite a tale. Quite a story, <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? Frank Oz, is, gl- Frank Oz is directing the uh, feature film next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. Uh, keep us keep us posted on that. We'll do. <laughs> um, this this I really don't know what else to say. Unless you have anything else about Gregory Hines in this scene, or oh yeah, I do actually. Uh, oh okay, okay. Gregory Hines. This is not his first. Uh, well, no. Wait, hold on. Let's see. This is uh, well. I don't see a date here. Um, Gregory, Gregory Hines did some Sesame Street, um, appearances. Episode 1313, so I guess season 13, right? Um, yeah. uh, wow, a few times around there. He, he was in, uh, 
episode of Sesame Street. I don't think he was in the Muppet. No, he was not in the uh, Muppet show. He did three episodes of Sesame Street, though. And one time he appeared as Gregory the Great. Mm. Yes. So um, he also demonstrated the difference between near and far. Oh, they like to do that on Sesame Street. Yes. Mm -hmm. Probably with Grover, I'm going to guess. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, well, then he's he's an alum. It's always nice to see these actors coming back over and over again and and being asked back. It just should, again, continually goes to show that this is probably a great crew of people to work with, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, the uh, other thing I have to say about this minute, though, is uh, there there was a point where it reminded me of Stranger Things. It was a little Stranger Things. Um, on that callback, but um, when they said um, friends do not spy, because in uh, oh. Stranger Things, it's friends do not lie. You're right. I remember that. That's uh, Elsa nice... says that over and over again. Yeah. yeah, that's quite a connection that you've made there. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's true. Friends do not spy, and friends do not lie. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like that though. I think it's it's funny because you know, Kermit's like hugging is what friends do. Friends do not spy, and 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 then they get into this thing at the very end, where Kermit finally admits it. Just to ask, well, Piggy pulls it out of him. Um, she really does. She he, really does. And yeah. he is frustrated that he's had to say it. Is what it seems like. And I yes. mean, we can get into that in the next minute. But what well, do you think? Uh, do you think? Um, did don't you think Piggy though takes a little bit of blame here for not saying it to Kermit? Saying what? That she cares. Instead, she went and she pretends no, she to leave on the spying thing. She says, "I spy because I care." Okay, she says it here, but oh. she seems upset that he's never told her. Yeah, because he doesn't. I yeah. feel like we've got. I feel like we have wow. history to work with here. Okay. Do you do you feel like she's mad that he didn't tell her to stay when she said I'm I'm leaving? You mean at the beginning of the movie when she left? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I that's this is that's interesting. I didn't think about that to unpack that. That's interesting. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, no other show is going to unpack that. So right, right, right. What do you think? Um, I I think a, a part of her wishes that he put up a fight, right? Um, you know, hey, so no, I need you by my side, Piggy, while we do this, right? Um, so that that's perhaps a little bit of frustration uh, on her part, but you know, she, I have she. Little, like like every story like this, there is enough blame to go around, and and she put herself in that position by spying on him. Right. To, I mean, she could have gone. A, she could have gone about this whole thing completely differently. It's like I wonder why why the spying. I mean, I think that the the reason she's spying is she's clearly worried that he's going to be unfaithful. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's there's no other reason for her to spy. I mean, when right? I when I spy on my exes, I know I'm probably <laughs> going to see things that's going to upset me. So why do I do it? You know, but it's not her ex. Well, that's. <laughs> are they? Still, Let's just blow uh, right past that. Nick. Were they still together? <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, right? They're pinned. 
you don't just get unpinned because you're taking a vacation or you're going off to do other things, right? Uh, well, then we have no evidence that they were communicating, like trying to have a long distance thing. I don't, I don't know. Okay, are we going to have like a Ross and Rachel, we were on a break uh, debate here? Because I don't think that there was anything to say that they broke up. Like, he, she threw her glove and he like picked it up and smelled it. Like, <laughs> you know, like they, did, they did not break up. It was just, yeah, let's say true. goodbye. Let's say goodbye for a while. I mean, people have long distance relationships all the time. No, I that's forgot a, about the train thing. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's a thing that happens. I mean, there, there, there's no reason for her to assume that they've broken up or him either. Um, and you know, it's just, uh, you know, I'll get into it more in the next one, but it's like, All she right. just has to, it's like pulling teeth with Kermit it and is. I don't even know if it's like, it's frustrating to me because he is not affectionate with Piggy, but he's been affectionate with Jenny the entire movie. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? It's really, it's frustrating like to watch it in terms of like, oh, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's like, I'm trying I'm trying to believe Kermit when he says that he cares, but he continually shows me with his actions that he doesn't. So I can't get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm like, I'm not trying to give him a hard time. I'm just like pointing out what I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's hard you know. to defend the guy. It is. It is. And I mean, even coming up in the next minute, there is some more behavior that I have, you know, I take issue with. So, all right, well, let's, let's, then uh, that well, we're gonna have to wait for next week for that. Oh. Yeah, you guys. When you guys come back next week, we'll have a lot of more relationship drama to talk about. I know that's all your favorite stuff to listen to. <laughs> Don't worry, we also have cute, cuddly babies next week too. We do, we do. I've been looking forward to this next week for a long time, so I'm very excited. All right, let's uh, get to the weekend then. Let's do it. In the meantime, you guys, check us out at Muppets Minute on Twitter or MuppetsMinute.com is where you can find a lot of cool stuff. Uh, rate us, review us on iTunes, do all that uh, fun stuff, help other Muppet fans find us. And we will be back with you guys next week on another episode of Muppets Minute. <laughs>